Critics and citations, ladies and gentlemen. I am Skullhunter James, a.k.a. The Architect, and with me as always, the man who, for some reason, isn't allowed within 100 feet of a park, but won't tell us why, Skullhunter Games, a.k.a. Jordan. You need to stop with that. I've only been to prison twice, and it hasn't been great. Um, but speaking of things that are actually great, uh, we got uh, we got Joseph back with us again, guys. And then we have a new face. Um, I guess not really new, but we have Anthony. No one cares about his last name. Um, yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome, Anthony. Hello? Yeah. No, I, I am a new face. I'm not a new voice, but I am a new face. That is that is true. But you're new to the Skull Hunter podcast, so tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm 22. I look like I'm 30. I have a one-year-old son who also looks like he's 30. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a beard, too? No, but we've drawn eyebrows and a beard on him, and this kid looks like a flat-out adult, dude. <laughs> he looks like he's ready to sign a contract with somebody. It's great. He walks up, he has, like, his little bottle, and he usually has something in his hands. We put a little suitcase there. He just, like, uh, walks up to you, like, all right, gonna sign this business deal, dude. You have a boss, baby. I thought yeah, that was just fiction. Great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, he just looks back, like, excuse me? Like, mm, really? excuse me, I feel like we're gonna have to write out some deals if you want to deny my offer for 10 million bottles. Okay, so... Uh, while uh, Anthony over here has a gangsta baby, um, James, how about you tell us what we're going to actually discuss today? Oh, we are going to discuss things. Like? <laughs> oh, you wanted to know what things. Okay. Yeah, because I got, I got something to bring up that I just saw on Google uh, trending today. Um, Pokemon is coming out a new pokemon oh yeah i literally right before we went on i was doing my uh rotations through my sources i saw some of the pokemon but i was like yeah we're about to record why i don't care but if you brought it up cool that's one less story i have to find an article for all right so yeah so our first story today was is gonna be about sony and the ps5 and all this other such and such and such so sony has obviously had a little bit of an issue keeping their PS5s in stock and in demand. Or not keeping them in demand, but keeping up with demand. So one company, a third-party service, was going to... They bought out a bunch of PS5s, and they're putting cases on them to make them look like PS2s, because PS2s, uh, so far, has been one of the most famous PlayStation consoles. And so they were going to ship these out, so not only are there more PS5s, but there are exclusive black versions of them. Well... Before pre-orders can get started, Sony was like, no, you're not going to do that. And so they sent out a cease and desist. This was, this was pretty clear it was going to happen. Uh, granted, they are a third-party seller, and so they are a little... But somehow the situation is a little different than a normal third-party seller. So like, if you go on StockX, it's literally just scalpers. But these guys were going to sell the PS5 for a normal price, a, a black version, and Sony said no. So... You guys' opinions on this? Do you think Sony should have done that, or do you think these this is a good way to help stop third-party scalpers in a way? Tell me your thoughts. I mean, I think stopping it is going to have to fall on Sony's ability to keep up with the demand. I mean, it, I, I assume that it's somewhat hard to manufacture, but to me, this just has more to do with the fact that there's a lot of incentive to. Um, 
minimize the su- the supply in order to keep demand high. So anything that's a reaction to that is Sony's fault or any manufacturer's fault who does that. You know, being a big Nintendo yeah. fan, I remember they were doing that with the Mevos. <laughs> they would, I mean, they're they're plastic things with the little chip on the inside. The idea that there was only so many of them. So it does really fall to the manufacturer to say, put out as many systems as you need. That's that's fair. Uh, Anthony, what about you? What do you got on this? I don't really have an opinion on it more so. For me, it's more of a... There, there might be another reason for it. There might be some underlying reason why they chose to do that. I mean... It's like why Dead by Daylight's never put in Jeepers Creepers. There's that underlying reason that, you know. So that there could be something like that where Sony's like, I'm going to save face and we're not going to talk about this. We're not going to add it. We're not going to bring it up to people. That could be maybe it. They're just using whatever other excuse they can think of to cover that. I have an explanation, possibly, if that helps. Okay. So, in reference to in reference to Dead by Daylight, um, a lot of the issues you see with a lot of these horror movie characters is that their intellectual property, their IP, is owned by a certain company, and the people behind like the Friday Thirteenth, the game, they originally they got the okay to make the game from the from one person, but the actual like the creator of it, but the company that owns the IP said no. And so, and that's very prominent with a lot of like the whole old older horror movie figures and stuff like that. Jeepers Creepers isn't really older compared to Jason Voorhees and Freddy and all that, but it could still be the same thing when you have multiple companies because that movie was made by multiple companies. So the right for, so the right for um, the intellectual properties, it's just a messy situation there, and that could be it with that. And that's what Sony has to do here because uh, if you look at patent and uh, trademark law a lot of it says you have to exercise your right to the patent or to your ip and a lot of that means like if people start getting away with little things that are close to your ip and you don't do anything about it soon you're going to lose that trademark to the ip so that's that's kind of a similar situation what's going on here so i think sony's doing this not only to keep the demand on them so that way people look for sony like Sony only, Sony sorry, Sony only when it comes to their PS5s and stuff like that. But also protecting their IP, so that way other companies who try doing this can kind of the law protects them basically. The law protects Sony from this. Okay. Yeah. See that that, that would make sense. Yeah, it reminds me too of <clears throat> image protection. I'm pretty sure we talked about it because I know we talked about some stuff with Nintendo and the Smash community. But uh, do you guys remember the uh, the Etika controllers? Where they made these custom yeah. controllers in yep. tribute to a, Etika. Uh, yeah Etika, uh, who's yeah. who's since passed, and Nintendo clamped down on that. And I mean, okay, in the fundamental view of image protection, that fell into it. But on a specific case, that really did not reflect well in their image whatsoever. It seemed cold-hearted and, and mean uh, and disrespectful of his of his past. But some when you when you have to protect your image, sometimes you're going to do things that don't look so good in the short run. But in the long run, you prevent these things from getting out of hand, where then all of a sudden you have all of these different um, variations, all these different modifications. And uh, next thing you know, yeah. people are showing up to these tournaments with like uh, m- multiple sticks. And it, 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 these companies, they have like that old school mentality where they want people to perceive their systems in a particular way. And anything that's uh, an aberration of that usually gets clamped down on. 
Um, yeah. Disney uh, is also very famous with keeping their uh, IPs protected. A uh, specific instance is kind of like the, uh, well, it's not not like the Etika situation, but sort of. So there's a story of a mom who had a child who unfortunately had passed. And on this child's uh, tombstone, they were going to put, I was like Cinderella or something like that. And then Disney was just like, no, no, you're not. And I mean, yeah, it seems cold hearted and stuff like that. But if you look at the bigger picture, they they didn't really have a choice because if they let one person get away with it, then they're, they're going to have to let everyone get away with it. And then it goes from tombstones to business logos to T-shirts to multiple things like that. So it, yeah. it, and, it and there are cold hearted, that already, but in the long run. There are things that have slipped through the cracks. Like you have buskers and street performers um, who here in Toronto, we have a guy who dresses up as a uh, uh, Spider-Man. Uh, and he does um, entry level, you know, uh, free running. He calls himself Peter Parkour, and you know that's that's owned I by Disney. I want to give him all my money. <laughs> Actually, he's te- he's uh, he's technically owned by Sony, there, Joseph. <laughs> right. Well, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're. I, <laughs> I know you're you're being you're being uh you're you're doing like the uh, actually thing <sighs> asthma puffer but yeah like i see your point <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh yeah i was just yeah it's very common misconception yeah <laughs> just like where's my inhaler he's gonna need it when we're done today <laughs> yeah probably all right so any last questions comments concerns about ip business law I'm definitely a law student, so don't worry about any legalities here. I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Um, so I never really answered, like, my opinions on the skin thing uh, for it. Um, I know this thing the first time companies has been told not to do them because I know, like, Microsoft and Sony do make their own custom skins and stuff like that for uh, the consoles, and they have deals with other companies that do it. So I know that could probably be an issue is the other company didn't ask. They just did it. And maybe that's why Sony was so butthurt about it. Cause Sony's Sony's money hungry, but not not to that extent. I just think someone went behind their backs and didn't didn't go through the right steps. No, I de- I definitely would believe a big corporation's money hungry, Jordan. No, in this day and it no, nah dude. Dude, you're, you're so, uh, way too high. The, the saving face thing. But do you guys remember that story? It was like, I think it was like the end of 2019 where like the kid who was obsessed with Spider-Man got cancer and passed away from it. And his dad was trying to put Spider-Man on his tombstone and like a Spider-Man quote and Sony shut him down. Yeah. And, and that falls in line with everything else. Just, yeah, it seems cold hearted, but they can't, if they let one person get away with it, they have to let another person get away with it. And then Sony goes from tombstones to t-shirts to any other thing. Well, I think the reason why people were so outraged about it was Stan Lee gave his permission. Stan Lee was like, yes, uh-huh. fine with this for this one occasion. And, and said no. Well, that, that falls into a gray area. Did yep. Stan Lee create Spider-Man? Yes. Does Stan Lee own intellectual property of Spider-Man anymore? No. Well, at the time, he obviously didn't. Obviously, now Stan Lee's passed. He doesn't own anything. But at the time, no, he yeah, did not. He was he... during this, I believe. Yeah, well, yeah, but um, he had given the intellectual property, or his estate had given the intellectual property to Sony. Does anybody know if any prominent character was going to be placed on Stanley's tombstone, only for Disney to 
uh, clamp down on that. Uh, he said Stanley's come out and said that Spider-Man was his favorite uh, favorite creation, was it? Didn't he? So I, mean, I would guess that one. Wasn't it Deadpool? As weird as that is, didn't Stanley like want like some part of Deadpool to be on his tombstone? And Disney was like, "Nah, dude." It was like, "Am I right?" I I've never heard anything about this before. I I didn't hear the story either. I'm just guessing because Stanley's come out and said that Spider-Man was his favorite. Well, I know uh, Ryan Reynolds made a comment about it during one of his many, many interviews during that time. So was it Deadpool? Was I right on that? Uh, I'll, I'll say this. Um, for the for the listeners, uh, we're going to sit there and uh, James is going to make a tweet on Facebook whenever this podcast goes out. And uh, wow. we'll find out if uh, Anthony is right or not. I've never heard about this story before. Never. Yeah, somebody let me know if I'm right or not. because I. <laughs> yeah, jo- Joseph knows the answer and he's not telling us. I know. No, I don't. <laughs> He's like, huh? no, no, I'm not. What? He lives. Just, just go flick him on the nose a little bit. A very light flick, though. It's a, that's a beautiful. I'm flicking. I'm flicking. I said a light flick. I'm, I'm not. I'm oh. not touching my camera. I'm not touching either. That's just um, poking the man. <laughs> Stop poking, uh, Joseph. I got your nose. <laughs> I still don't know the answer, and now I don't have a nose. <laughs> I like how we ran Wait. with the joke still. Hold on. Do you legitimately not know the answer? No, I don't know where you got the idea. Because you asked. Because you brought it up. Yeah, I was curious. <laughs> <Anybody knew. laughs> no, the way like, you brought it up made it sound like you knew the answer. <laughs> Is, do you know if that's? Did you know if that story actually happened, Joseph, or were you just asking? I, no, no, <laughs> guys. The whole reason why I brought it up was because I thought it'd be ironic if, like, Stan Lee wanted to have a character on his tombstone and then Disney oh! and slash or Sony wanted to. Oh, I mean. Well, here's the. It was a hypothetical. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That. You guys, See, but here's you guys the thing. just attacked Joseph for no reason. Well, listen. One, the way he said it made it sound believable. And two, the yeah. way Disney and Sony are is also very believable. Yeah. That, that's a very, like, I can see that happening, dude. Yeah. Disney is horrible. You guys know what I could see happening though? What? I could see Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven being in even more trouble than it already is. Do you guys want to know why? Because I actually have the answer to that, unlike some people. <laughs> this is not a hypothetical. Well, we are all those people. <laughs> oh. oh, James, let it go. Let's talk about Cyberpunk. <laughs> And give him my I nose really back. wish we didn't have to. Yeah. Get the oh, man his oh. nose back at least. No. Yeah. Sure. Uh, there, there you go. go. You got it back. back. <laughs> All right. There we go. Oh, Christ. All right. So the Polish government has a specific agency um, whose specific job is to make sure that – I don't know what their exact job is, but basically what they're doing is to make sure that when technology and games come out – they're actually being what's advertised. So, like, when No Man's Sky came out, that they probably had the same run-in, or No Man's Sky is the whole reason why this agency exists in Poland. I don't know. I don't care much about the Polish, Polish government. Um, sorry to all our Polish listeners out there. I'm sure you have more troubles than this. So, CD Projekt Red obviously came out, a game, came out with a game that wasn't necessarily as promised and they actually just broke another promise they said that we shall we we're going to have dlc for you in january to make up for it 
And turns out they're like, eh, gonna come out on the second half of 2021. Where shall we? And so now that we're waiting on DLC for that as kind of a, an apology and updates for next-gen consoles, they are now being pursued by the Polish government to basically make sure that they eventually bring out what was promised. And if they don't, they could face multiple fines and or other punishments that I do not know about. I don't know how Poland's permit does things around there. For all I know, it could be a giant PvP zone and CD Projekt Red is just, you know, in the crosshairs. So, yeah, what do you guys think? Do you think the Polish government's going to take down CD Projekt Red? Do you think the cyberpunk dystopian world is upon us in real life? What's going to happen? Someone else please answer this. Right, I got I'll nothing. I got this. So... If I'm not mistaken, it was the Polish government who went after a bunch of, like, the uh, mobile game ads for not being what was advertised, the game that you're seeing. Yeah, there, there, Yes, there was a legion of actual countries, and Poland, I believe, was one of them, along with the United States. Yeah. So they actually shut down a lot of, like, indie developers, mobile game developers, because of that really suspicious, like, ad activity, that weird very false it's false advertisement is what it is it's predatory practices yes yeah so i fully believe that if the polish government decides to and if Pro- cd project red doesn't step up dude they're gone i i fully believe that the polish government's can be like well you had your chance dude but because poland they don't really like they don't do the whole jail system i know their punishments are different than america it'll probably be some type of like they're probably going to get forced to do it but not get paid for it something like that with them i would agree with you if they were a polish-based company but they are an american-based company so what i predict would happen would be that they face fines and or the game gets taken out of all stores and online stores in poland i feel like that would probably be the extent of it until they either fixed it or permanently banned until cd project red can basically make it up but I don't They're know. also issuing full refunds this... as well. Um, Correct. I mean, I can understand legal action having more precedent if refunds weren't on the table, or at least beyond the usual uh, refund policy. But in this case, people have. I'll, I'll tell you. I so a friend of mine. He wanted me to get uh, Battlefield Five on the PS Four, uh, and I, it was on sale at the time. I buy it for two weeks ago. I download it. We ended up not getting around to play. He's moved on to another game. And so I just was talking to Sony. I said, um, you know, I downloaded it, but I didn't play it. So, you know, I, I would like a refund and they and they let it go, which I think is perfectly justified. To me, it's the equivalent of like buying a game, bringing it home, being like, you know what? Never mind. Not taking out of the package, not playing it. Because you understand that usually refunds are about you don't want people to play the game, get the value and then try to get their money back. OK, this isn't Steam. Um, whereas here in this case, in CD Projekt Red's case, people wanted the refund because what they were playing was just not finished and so their the the refund policy is much more generous or much more um free form than it usually is and that alone i think is supposed to be the 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 reasonable solution to this so to continue to um go after them i i I don't know i i think they've the fact that they're about to lose this kind of money is is um or at the very least they're going to give the players their their money back and I would imagine that the players have still had some enjoyment playing the game, 
right? I mean, sometimes some some bugs can be frustrating, but some bugs are hilarious. Like some of the ones that you described, where a guy gets punched in the face and it cures his paralysis. Like you know, you, I'm sure people <laughs> got, still got plenty of good experiences out of it too. So I, I yeah. think uh, the, the the reputation is in the is in the gutter. I, people find out that they made like The Witcher. Like, wow, you guys made such so it was Witcher, right? I didn't get my facts wrong on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they made wow, they made the Witcher made, series. Yeah. They, they, they made such a great game. I know they made Cyberpunk and it's gonna be like well, now their, their their reputation has a long, long way to go. But as we know with Hello Games, there there's always a redemption arc. But you kinda have to let them like, okay, they got the money. Let's see if they follow the Hello Games example. They use the money towards something good and Maybe not charge for the DLC. Maybe just put well, the it, DLC off. It, it, it is free DLC. Okay, it is okay. Pe- it's good. But it is free DLC. That's part of the we shall we park package. Um, but they will. It will be delayed. It was supposed to come out this month, and it will be delayed till the second half of 2021. Also, I think with games anyway, movies it could be a little different, but with games specifically, people tend to look at it like the bad always outweighs the good. And so people, when you hear CD Projekt Red, you, if you, this time last year, you're like, oh, the Witcher series, good game, good game. And then now, if you ask someone about CD Projekt Red now, if they even know who that, what that is, they're gonna be like, didn't they make Cyberpunk? And you're gonna be like, yeah. Then they're gonna be like, nerds. And then just walk away. And or take your lunch money, depending on the situation. But also, I think you're right about that. Uh, and to update you on Steve's policy, uh, return policy, it has been better over the years. So now it's like if within 30 days or if you have less than five hours playing it or something like that, you can return it. So that's with that. But yeah, I don't know. You can, you can still accomplish Jordan, a lot in five hours. That is true. You can yeah, depending on the game. a lot. In most games, you could be that. Um, my opinions of Cyberpunk, I mean, they should have finished the game. They just should have finished it. The fans shouldn't have been complaining so much. They should have just finished the game. And the fact that they didn't, they were just trying to satisfy what the fans wanted, I think is what's still hurting what they're doing. Because they have to make updates of, I'm sorry, here's a free DLC. Honestly, should the country ban it? I mean, they they could if they want to, but we have things like ExpressVPN that unlocks a lot of that stuff in your region. So... It's it's just like you do that. There's no point. Someone's gonna find a way to get around it. So there's no point on doing it. But if the company wants to, go ahead. If they want to play the game, they're gonna play it. Yeah. So there are two things I've noticed. One particularly that was referenced but wasn't addressed. Fully addressed. Yeah. So you're right. The refund idea. If that was working, there's no need to go further. Correct me if I'm wrong. PlayStation, Sony will no longer let you refund Cyberpunk 2077. Yes. Yes. It is off their store. You're and no they're no longer shipping copies of it. If you did not get a refund while you could, you can't now. A lot so, of unless you have a... Everywhere. You can get a physical copy and to return it back to Best Buy, Walmart, GameStop, wherever. You can still get your refund there. But digital copies, yes, you are correct. They You will no longer get refunds hmm. if okay. you return it. Because um, I was just today, because I was uh, chatting with the... Uh... Uh, the Sony refund bot, and there is still a prompt there about it. We're saying, is this in relation to uh, Cyberpunk? Uh, I, f- I forget 2077. 2077. Yeah. So it sounds it sounds like they're gonna be like, 
too late. But I think if you held it on to it for that long, even after everybody who's playing the game is like part of the community or is at least part of the conversation. There aren't that many people who just like walked into a store because they can't and say, oh, what's, what's this? oh, this looks this looks good. I've compared and contrasted with all the other games available. And this looks like the game that I'm going to get. No, they, 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 they knew what was going on. They're uh, hyper uh, aware of the situation. And so they probably if they wanted the refund, they probably got it uh, ASAP. I love yeah. how Joseph's general consumer voice, like his his general consumer accent, just sounded like a Wisconsin boomer. Ah, okay. Bizarre. I was wondering. Well, I wasn't wondering, but it's good to know that there's that kind of diversity in the states. Oh, very much so. Um, what what does that mean? What diversity? Well, no, you see, Jordan, boomer. you're from the south. You're from the south, so let me tell you what diversity is. No, I meant boomer. What does boomer mean? You don't. Uh, someone who's no. Years of War. It has like a rocket launcher thing. No. No. Guys, have you not played it's... Left 4 Dead? I I need to know what the word Burma means, not what it is in video games. <laughs> I right, need help. So, <laughs> all right. Like so, all right, children, listen up. Listen up, children. It's uh education time with the architect. So. What I'm going to teach you now is what boomer means. Okay. So anybody anybody born between 1950. Or 1944 and 1964, it's considered a baby boomer because after World War II, many uh, young Americans performed many acts of coitus, leading into a boom of population in the United States, leading to what is now known as the baby boomer generation. Boomer derives from that and is used most likely as an insult to older generations because they don't know how technology works or they have very outdated opinions on certain things. For the record, yes, I'm we a have a question before you ask. Oh, Sam, we're all millennial. Oh, yeah. what's up? What is coitus? What is coitus? Sex. All right, kids. It's, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> all right, kids. It's uh, education. It's sex and sexual education <laughs> with the architect. <laughs> You've done it at least once. That is true. Have you ever watched Big Bang Theory? They talk about coitus uh, have all ever, the time. Hold on, how about have you ever looked at your child? That's the result. Listen, dude, a stork just flew out of the sky, dude. Like, I don't know. What's going on? Oh, Christ. This, this podcast sucks. God, I know. All right. You're not allowed to say it sucks, loser. Wow, I, I like the hate on my podcast. Okay, no one's invited. This is going to be me and Joe's podcast from now on. Y'all got drunk on the haterade. Speaking of things that suck, really, the Pittsburgh Steelers suck. They lost to the Browns. <laughs> Hi, Browns. So, and you know who is on the Pittsburgh Steelers? Who? A gentleman known as Juju Smith-Schuster. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who he is, he you don't know who he is because you don't watch football. You'll most likely know him from the fact that he played Fortnite with Ninja a while back on stream. He does TikToks. For all you, uh, all you people out there that like TikTok, he also is a professional football player. Now, why is this important? So, Booger McFarlane, he is a sports analyst on ESPN. He had a take on people like Juju Smith-Schuster and other players, and not just the NFL, but also the NBA. They get paid lots of money to play a game, but it seems like a lot of them are branching out of the game they play to get big on TikTok or Twitch. Um, this came 
pretty relevant last year and the year before with, you know, them going on Twitch and playing with people like Shroud, Ninja, stuff like that. But also, when TikTok started to blow up, a lot of them made TikToks. Juju Smith-Schuster actually recently just put it back into the main headline of things because he was dancing on logos right before games, doing TikToks. Was he doing the floss? No, he was doing... It's called The song's called Corvette Corvette. Don't think I've ever heard of it. But I'm not on TikTok. I, yeah, fair. I so just, I just want to see that. a football player just start flossing. I don't know and if I did anything right. <laughs> I, it, it looked, as the kids would call it, cringe. So... <laughs> so... The reason why we bring this up is because a lot of these athletes now don't seem like they're focusing on the game and more so focusing on their branding, trying to get big outside of the sport they're professional in. And so I want to know your opinions on this. Why do you think they're trying to do that when a lot of these athletes make millions and millions of dollars? And in Juju Smith-Schuster's case, he they literally had a stat on ESPN. You see it before the Browns game. He's, he's made more TikToks than he has caught footballs this year. <laughs> And as a as a professional NFL wide receiver, that's not good. So, obviously, it seems like his attention's more focused one way instead of the professional football way. So, what are you guys' opinion on this? And why do you think this is such a big deal? Do you think professional athletes should focus on their job? Because I have a full time job, and I have to focus on that. So if like let's for let's say for instance, this podcast ever got in the way. Of, my actual full-time job guess which one has to go your full-time job bye bye no the correct answer was my wife anyway so (laughs) (laughs) okay okay before you get put in the doghouse uh i'm going to talk about i'm about to talk about this first um because of the fact that steelers are my hometown so um i feel like for one Steelers are big on social media. Like, even when they lose the game, they're not immediately trashing other players. They welcome social media, like, big time. They they have a bunch of, like, fans and stuff like that who they want to do videos and stuff with, like, little TikToks with. It's a great marketing way. Um, But I feel like he could do whatever because he's putting time into the game and he's putting his stuff on social media that also promotes the Steelers and um i feel like dancing on the other person's uh like little zone boohoo um it's it's a game when you make a tackle what do you do you put excitement all over that field okay so it doesn't matter if you're sitting there doing a little floss or i know some of you guys heads just went hmm just it's okay it's okay i meant dancing uh i think it's okay no because i heard you say tackle i sure you don't mean touchdown Did I say tackle? I to, like, yeah, because I, oh. I mean, you celebrate after tackling a guy. That's like, that really slows down <laughs> no, the pace do. of the game. Because <laughs> no, then you have like do, six though. people like, like charging into each other, and then right. you get up. And... Jared oh, Allen, yeah! Jared Allen, Ray Lewis, Sean Merriman, they all had infamous tackles. Like, if you got a sack or something like that, they had infamous sack dances they would do. Yeah, I would say so, that yeah, if a could, tackle, like, knowingly d- stopped a touchdown from happening, and not theoretically but like that tackle stopped it mm-hmm. and you switch sides and okay that's worth celebrating yeah but that's not what well, i meant but you know yeah but technically you all touch yes. all tackles yeah technically all tackles yeah stop oh, i have to go back on, on all the way oh it's like we're all messing up on football you can tell we're all big fans um 
I, I edit one of the edits I do is a uh, as a Packers podcast uh, where they they just talk about what goes on in the Packers, and I try my best to pay attention and to and to retain it, and it all just right in in and out. So I am not it is my destiny to not be able to follow football or any sport. Well, I was gonna have sports we talk after this, but I guess not. Well, there's our future of our sports podcast heading our way. It's not happening. Um, but yeah, um, to sum it up, my opinion, oh well, but maybe I'm biased because it is my home state. Um, so Anthony or Joseph, what are you guys' opinions? Um, so th- there, I mean, there's a there's a couple of threads to, to open up here. One of them is that the relationship between athletes and like sponsorships and branding is, has been on for quite a while. Like the the old Wheaties. Um, Olympic athletes, they would end up being on the Wheaties box. Mind you, Olympic athletes, they work very hard and they don't, I don't think they make a lot of money for, for what they do. Um, Air Jordans. No, like, like, yeah. Um, it's like, but I, I don't know what the term is, but it's the opposite of diminishing returns. If, uh, if an athlete gains a large reputation, then they have the platform. Yes, they're making more money, but they are also continuing to provide more value. They're like Jordan was saying, it provides value for the uh, football league. It can get people interested into it. You know, there is a there is a divide between people who are going to be into football and people who are going to be into Fortnite. And one positive I'll say about Fortnite is that Fortnite is a way for different companies to promote themselves because they're in. You fight Thanos, and then you're out. So, to me, that's one of the many reasons why I had to quit Fortnite. But it is good for business. So I, I, I'm all right with all of this. And here's another point I want to make too. And I feel like this point could be refuted, but I'm just going to make it anyways, because I think it's worth saying is that while these athletes, they make a lot of money, they have a very short window in their lifespan to make it. They work really hard and they play really hard to get to the point where they can make a lot of money. They don't get paid in college sports. They're compensated, but they're not paid. So they have a window of like what, 10 years um, where they're getting brutalized out there by the way uh they get they get knocked over and they they get concussed and you try your best to make it safer but at the end of the day you're still having like a a 300 pound uh, hulk coming at you so uh so good luck with that and then they have the rest of their life to with those with that money a lot of which is going to end up having to be used for physiotherapy down the line statistically the the further you are in life the more uh expensive your, your your health costs are uh, you know, I, I would know. My, I got, we got we to gotta wrap this up sooner than usual because my therapist is going to be here any any minute now. Okay. That was, an, that was a geezer joke. That was a geezer joke. Oh. I don't have a physical therapist. <laughs> I yet. thought I was trying to be risk. Okay. I'm, I'm gone this episode. This just is tricking everybody this episode. So you, you got. Even myself at certain points. <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> So you actually pulled out a point that I was going to make as well about they, they have 10 years to make this amount of money. Like 20 years, I think, is like the, what, 23 years, the longest somebody's ever played professional football? Yes. And Brett, Brett Favre was one of the oldest people, and he retired at like 45. Yeah, like that's not really a lot of time to make that money. So while you have that time to try and branch out using your fame and moving it somewhere else, I understand why they're doing it. I get it. I mean, eventually, you can't play football until you're 90, dude. It's not going to happen. You're, you're going to die doing it. Another thing that, you know, you didn't bring up was the pandemic. A lot of sports were canceled in 2019. A lot of professional sport, you know, a lot of professional players 
did not get paid for most of 2019 because of that. A lot of people, like, yeah, they make a lot of money. They're probably fine. But a lot of people don't seem to realize once you get used to a lifestyle, you used to making a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. it is really hard to downgrade to not making that much money or not making money. Yeah. It's that is a very difficult thing. I mean, that's why when you see like divorces like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, Amber Heard got a lot of money that she did not make that was all from Johnny Depp before they even got married. Didn't she also take one of his body parts? She may or may I don't know the answer to that question, but I just just remember her doing something really like sinister to him, really malicious to him. Amber Heard Depp and ruined his career. I'm taking a stand here. This podcast hates Amber Heard. I'm with you. I can't say that, but yeah. I don't, no, you you can. I don't, okay, yeah, fuck that bitch. Fuck, if you support Amber Heard and you know what she did and you understand, oh, well, evidence doesn't matter. That's why I fucking hate Disney. Fuck Disney, fuck Amber Heard. Johnny Depp did nothing wrong. You motherfuckers ruined his career. Suck a dick. All right. <laughs> I, I wanted to see how far I could take that. I was six fucking, okay, I was 16 when that went out. Her pictures were shown. It was an ROTC at the time. A lot of my family members, you're either military, you're medical. When everybody in my family is looking at the the phone bruise that she posted, it was like this. She fucking hit herself. She also said that she got punched by Johnny Depp with his strong hand. He's a left-hander. And the, what was it? It was her left eye. You guys ever been in a fight? Yes. What are the chances of me looking at you and you okay. hitting? All right. So you and I are looking at each other. You're left okay. Okay. Are you are you gonna hit my left eye or are you gonna hit my right eye? Like are you gonna oh. try to hit me like here coming so all of your force is going through me? Or you're only like No, it would it would be on your right side, yeah. Yeah, so you're gonna hit like where all that force is gonna hit me, right? Yeah. If 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 I'm ever in a fight and someone tries to cross their part arm like that, I'm immediately grabbing their arm for an arm bar. Exactly. Exactly. That, like, if you guys look at the pictures and stuff and you know, like, just enough of the evidence and you've been in enough fights to understand how a fight would work, she punched herself. You can see it just from the bruises, man. Her nose is broken. Where it's broken at is right here. I've never had my nose broken, but I've seen it happen. It's never broken on just that slight edge side. My nose is broken. My nose is not surprisingly. No, actually, wait. No, it's still. It's, uh, okay, I gotta. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I, I never noticed that. Okay. All right. Well, it's it's going to be up to Jordan whether or not he wants to keep this Amber Heard talking the podcast or not. Um, that was just kind of a weird uh, I'm, I'm transition there. From, knowledge, like really what, yeah, the knowledge that, upon this, I had no idea this happened. So I'm yeah, happy to learn. Nowhere. Um, so yeah. and that's that's kind of what I like about this is our podcast. We have fun. We get to learn new things. And you know what? Sometimes we just go on a random rant. And if you're and if you yeah. do support it, you know what? Go on that rant. I don't I don't care. But yeah, it was something new. I just didn't know what it was or what it was about. I didn't know Johnny Depp that yeah. bad. Basically, she she tried to fake all this evidence against Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp had actual real evidence of like video and stuff like that. And as of now, the judges are dismissing it. It's a it's a long process story going on. Um but yeah, so Joe, Jordan, uh, actually, you already kind of gave your opinion. Does anyone else have any final thoughts about athletes trying to brand themselves outside of the sport? Yeah, I was going to say one other thing, too, which I think is also a very observation, is that depending on your profession, some professionals can be the complete um, 
final arbiter on their own success. But when you're working on a okay. team, you do have other people who are going to determine whether or not you know your team makes it all the way to the Super Bowl or even gets out of the division or you know if it gets out of the training camp. So it's also important too to keep in mind as good as a player is and how much money they could make, a lot of it still hinges on the the, the team itself. So for that reason, uh, I think that's just one more good reason why. Uh, if individual players want to branch out and become their own brand, I think it's uh, important for them to do. Yeah. Um, and to add on to that, so like Juju Smith-Schuster, for instance, during the week of the playoff game that he, they were playing the Browns, he made a comment saying the Browns is the Browns, and so that's why they lost. And, and, but their team was like, hey, man, you can't post on TikTok this week. Like, this is a serious week. Whereas, like kind of what you said, like some people are in control of their own, uh, what they could do. Like professional wrestlers... They're what's considered independent contractors. So, and they only have to wrestle once, maybe twice a week. So the rest of those days, rehearsal. they get to decide what they do. And a lot of professionals don't really rehearse. They they call it the day of, basically. Um, they might practice. They might go out there. They might work out or they might hit the ring, get some rust off. But other than that, it's usually a lot of them turn to streaming and stuff like that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with that instance, they're, in, they're individuals who, if they don't perform good, they just won't be shown on TV. Like, they're only hurting themselves. Whereas, with professional, like you said, with professional football players or basketball players, they they have the help of the team, but also if they are a huge part of the team and they are, they are not carrying their weight, then they could cause a catastrophe for the team. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't lean way, one way or the other about this. It's just interesting because people on ESPN were talking about this and they had some very uh very interesting takes on the whole thing but a lot of them are older and don't understand why video game streaming is so big or anything like that or why they don't understand why tiktoks are so important to some people so i don't know uh that's just one of the things you got to form your own opinion on and just see how it plays out um you can tell though that the players at least for the steelers who took more pride in their tiktoks rather than playing it was very evident, but you know, they're making millions of dollars, and I'm sitting on a podcast like a nerd. So I mean, it is what it is. Okay, I would I would like to say here before we go any further, I love the fact my co-host. Let's put that in perspective. My co-host has dissed this podcast three times already, two in recording. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is just following along with him. He has dissed the podcast three times oh, now. <laughs> no, you know I love the podcast. I, so I, I kind of have to point something out. Don't know. Yeah. If, so. if you cannot be the butt of your own jokes, if you can't make fun of something that you've created, you're doing something wrong. Oh, I make fun of myself all the time, but, you know. I, As you should. I do. <laughs> 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 so i felt so bad after last week because i've noticed that i bully jordan way more than i actually intend to like i just mean to have like little passer be jokes but after listening to the past podcast i'm just always throwing jabs at him and i'm like i really need to stop that uh, and so i'm working on it you know what i appreciate that now you're just taking that on our on our like project so you know what good job you- yeah you're doing good. You guys put me through the ringer there for like a good ten minutes. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna go on record and say because I uh, I I'm fine with that. 
as long as it's all like dispersed evenly, mm-hmm. once it turns into like the bully this person podcast, I I, I, I ain't a fan of that. Oh no, oh. I I will make fun of all of you equally. Yeah. Where's my insults? Shut well, up. I, I I wrote this one down. Um, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> you have long hair. Us, you have glasses. You're an idiot. Let us know um, when you turn fifty how it'll feel to be the age you sound. <laughs> Did you write that down? Did you yeah. legitimately? Why did you write it down? Audio listeners, he legitimately wrote that down. He wrote that I'm down. Starting, I'm starting this new thing where uh, I'm writing down burns to use uh, in the future in case I need to. Uh, get uh, even things out. You need a quick whip. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Uh, I don't want to rely on my profession. It's like, like I, like, I, I just started doing this thing. It might be a little bit too sociopathic, even for me. But like, all right, guys. So we talked about one company who's maybe doing things not so great. How about a company that is doing things fantastic? And I bring this up because one of my favorite movies as grown up was Indiana Jones. And as you know, Lucasfilms has recently gotten the trademark for all their Star Wars games back under their banner instead of Disney. So Lucasfilms has decided to come out with another game with the help of Bethesda and they're making an Indiana Jones game that's going to be executively produced by Skyrim's own Todd Howard. Now when I first saw this, I was super excited because I love Indiana Jones. I've loved most most Lucasfilm anything products. I mean, I'm a suck. When it comes to Star Wars fan service, I, I'll I'll eat it all day. I will literally all day. Um, but the one thing that scares me, and the one thing I'm a little hesitant, is that it is Bethesda. Um, they aren't known for having complete games on day one. They aren't known for trying their bets when it comes to deliver a full product. Another thing that may or may not be worrying to some users is that Bethesda, uh, mid to beginning of 2020, was bought out by Microsoft. So people are now speculating, is this going to be Microsoft slash PC exclusive? Is this going to be some sort of exclusivity deal where for the first six months or a year, it'll be for micro, it'll be for Xbox and PC, and then PS users will get it later. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on this pretty big news? And do you guys have any concerns about it or worries or questions about this at all i'm curious to see what your best opinions about this are the last indiana jones game i can remember was released on the like original xbox and playstation and it wasn't like award-winning or anything but it was good um because indiana jones makes for a very good video game character i i think like uncharted i'm sure they took plenty of inspiration from indiana jones um so the thing that concerns me is they're gonna do what they did with tomb raider and start with some kind of like um, gritty reboot where it's indie when he first starts out and he just gets brutalized f- for about 40 hours worth of gameplay. So I, I don't know. I-, I hope they don't do that. But if they if they stick to the Indiana Jones roots and they keep it uh, lighthearted and-, and campy and fun, I I I I, I-, I think I'm, sh- I'm sure it'll be fine. I just don't expect it to be like ground like award winning. I just I just think it'll be good. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't know if this is gonna raise your hopes or lower it. They said it's going to be completely original story. That, like, originalized in, like, their make... Yeah, like, I figured be... that they would. Yeah, I would, I, I would. it would lower my hopes if they were basing it off one of the movie stories. Those stories have been told. Um, whereas if this gets to be... Because like, Indiana Jones, and the same thing with Lara Croft, is it implies that Indiana Jones has done so much more than the movies reveal about him. So as long as... The, yeah, they, I, I would encourage it. I would say, yeah, go go tell an original story. Don't... D- don't... Um, 
step on the heels of the official canon. You know, you can. I'm sure they'll reference it, but to to give them the creative freedom to tell their own story with a character like that, because Indiana Jones also has um, the. I, I, I hesitate to say underpinnings because by the time it's uh, Crystal Skull, things get pretty overt. But it has like sci-fi fantasy underpinnings. Like the Ark of the Covenant, spoiler alert, does a thing to uh, people's faces. So they can use that element of it in the gameplay in a, w- uh, in a way that in the movies would be a little bit too much. So it's... Um, yeah. uh, I'm not a huge Indiana Jones fan, but I, I, I see the potential. Okay. Uh, Anthony, what about you? So, I, I see where you're coming from, but I think I disagree. Indiana Jones, I don't think, would make quite as good of a game character as a lot of people think. Because a, a lot of, like, the movie-to-game characters, or even game-to-movies, you kind of see that fall off. Indiana Jones already has that own specific personality that you see throughout the movies. To put that into a video game... That's a lot of work. That's a lot of effort. And to do that right is... It would be incredible. But can you do that right? Can you make an open-world game where you're still sticking true to the character that was already pre-designed? I can respond if to that. I may retort. I'll, oh, do you want to go yeah. first? You want me? Yeah, have him, sure. have him go so, first. So, so one thing about Indiana Jones, and I, I, I see where you're going. In fact, I will say that one issue that I did... Uh, raised in my mind just listening to what you were saying is that a lot of what happens in the movies is context specific where Indiana Jones improvises in the moment and so translating that into gameplay can be a challenge so that part I uh, I accept but Indiana Jones I mean he's not constantly adventuring there are other facets to his character because he's also a professor so I yeah. think that they the in the gameplay they don't it doesn't have to be roller coaster the whole way in the same way the movies aren't roller coaster the whole time it gives them a chance to also interact with people it gives them a chance to maybe do investigation, even do studying. It might be that you don't actually get to go into an adventure until you crack some code. So it could be a lot of puzzle solving and a lot of trying to figure out, you know, where the where the dungeons are. See, I, I would like you to do something like that. My biggest concern is primarily, and I'm going to pass by the exclusive exclusive stuff for now, but I actually have a comment on that one too. So with that, you know, Indiana Jones, an open world game, usually you're making your character, right? Yeah. Like I, Skyrim, I, we probably all have played Skyrim a lot. Yeah. Breath of the Wild, Red Dead, it really depends. You can, yeah. but there's also more specific ones. Oh yeah, but I'm I'm using Skyrim as an example, Tom Howard. But you can change the outcome of the game. So they said they're good. This is going to be like a its own storyline it's not going to be based off the movies does that mean that uh, all right an example have any of you played gears of war 5 no i haven't no. played the new one i haven't so, got to play the campaign at all yeah so the campaign has two endings one choice defines the ending only one of those ending can be the right ending can be the real ending we don't know which one it is yet that's all right it's cool but only one ending is the real ending. Is this game going to have that concept to it? Well, you notice that in a game that? like Skyrim, even where you get to make your character, they still endow you with certain characteristics that are immutable. So in Skyrim, for instance, you have to be the Dovahkiin. Uh, you don't yeah. have to fight the dragons. You can just 
go off and uh, harvest nern root and that's your and that's your life but they still give you certain things to uh to work they still give you certain parameters to work within see if they did that then i'd, I'd be more for it but just from the way that it's being described now it's more it's one of those you're gonna have to wait and see like if it was set in the same universe like you're one of you know, instead of being Indiana Jones, you're one of the, you know, his trainers, one of his teachers, somebody who gave him like inspiration. I'd be all for that because that would be interesting. That would be you get to see. I mean, Indiana Jones, he's a very like in-depth character to a certain degree, right? He's not a good guy, but he's not a bad guy. Yeah. There's a moral code. You don't know what it is. He doesn't know what it is. He's very much so chaotic neutral. So here's the last thing I'll say, because I know somebody else is going to want to turn to, is that I would say instead of having multiple endings, you have multiple adventures and you can't do it all on one save file because everything is time sensitive. So you would have different people with different uh, issues. And depending on who Indy decides to help leads them onto a different adventure leading to an ending. So then you would start it over and it's almost like you're playing in a, a different experience, a different movie, but you would still get to a different ending. Okay, so and then you're telling me that you're thinking maybe like a Dead Rising kind of feel, where there's like certain things you do in Dead Rising have a time-sensitive thing, but they give you more than enough time to maybe get a few more done, or maybe you spend the time exploring or stuff like I, that. I wouldn't go so far as to say it's like a full-on mechanic, but if there are... Um... So uh, I, I guess it's more of like different timelines, where the timeline breaks and, you, and Indiana Jones go, just goes on different uh, adventures. And then you would have to start it over because if so, if like five people need his help and he helps one person, those other four are going to go maybe get somebody else. Okay. Maybe there's other adventurers. Yeah. Okay. So I know what you're saying is, um, and this is going to go back to like Oblivion for a situation is so uh, some of the quests in Oblivion is available for a certain time period. And then it's like once you do another one, it disappears. It's no longer that option because that leads you on no path in your storyline. So you kind of get two options, but. Really, it's not the game's not telling you you have to do this or this. It's just as you're playing through, you have to make this choice because this one's not going to be available to you sooner, and that's going to change your outcome. See, if they did yeah. something like yep. that, that would be interesting because XCOM did the same thing. Well, a lot of games did stuff like that, and it it was really successful. So, I think if Indiana Jones was able to make it kind of like how Joseph is talking about, I I would play only Indiana Jones game I've played have been the Lego Indiana Jones, and I'm sorry. They, yeah. They're the best ones because I love Legos. Uh, there's a shelf down there just filled with uh, Legos, and I love every minute of it. Oh, and up there. Uh, but, yeah, so the Lego Indiana Jones the only ones I played, but I, I feel like if they made one for Joes, I would stream it and have a good time. Hmm. The only thing I was going to bring up is when it comes to actual maybe um, current games that are like a possibly close to this, uh, just brought up earlier is you think of Uncharted, and I, I'm what I'm imagining is a Bethesda version of Uncharted, but instead of Nathan Drake, you're Indiana Jones, and that's where I'm like excited because the Uncharted games were great. I'm also kind of like, if we're just gonna get another Uncharted game, I'd rather play Uncharted, you know what I mean? So that's why I hope like. The ideas that you guys are bringing to the table to make it a little bit different. I hope we see something, at least something somewhat different to make it stand out. Because when I think of something like this, I'm literally just thinking 
of oh it's going to be a licensed uncharted game mm-hmm. okay yeah so what i'm hearing is james gotta get on twitter relay all of this information over to the people and then we're gonna get our names in the in the title you know what i'm good or not the title but the um the, the credits the credits yeah special thanks a special thanks to these idiots. Yeah. <laughs> for the for this one dumb podcast no one's heard of, here's some uh here's some of the ideas they brought to life. Uh, I'm down for that. Uh James get tweeting. And don't get kicked off from Twitter. Uh I am tweeting respectfully. <laughs> okay, well, while you're uh tweeting respectfully, uh what else do we got on the list of uh list of some topics, maybe just some fun stuff? Uh, we have we we have one more story, and then we're gonna end this on a high note. So, the story it's kind of predictable. I mean, it's been the story of this thing for multiple years now. Uh, we're gonna talk about Bitcoin. So, Bitcoin over the past few months rose up to almost forty two thousand dollars, which is the highest it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Well, just this week, it crashed back down. I think I saw it as low as 28, which is still a lot of money. But it just, this is the second big crash it's had. It had a huge rise where it was at 6,000. Then it rose all the way up to almost 20,000 and then went back down to 6,000. So where do you think we're going to go with Bitcoin? I know why you're laughing. I'm trying to keep it professional. So where do you think we're going with this? Um, Do you see Bitcoin... Just keeping the ebbs and flows. Where do you see um, uh, cryptocurrency heading? Do you really think that's the way of the future? And do you think what, what is the future of Bitcoin or Dogecoin or any of those coins that are coming out trying to be cryptocurrencies? I, I, I guess being the uh, the e-commerce guy, uh, mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. yeah, this, yep. it's a, it falls to <laughs> me to start unraveling this. Um, Here's look at you, kid. So I'll start by saying that uh, I am a fan of cryptocurrency. I own like I don't know zero decimal zero 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 twenty five BTC. I don't have a lot. I have some some BATs. So I I, I do a full episode on my on my podcast Ecomonics about crypto. But I'll make a a brief point here that's important. So Bitcoin to me is on the same level of value as uh, fiat currency. Uh, both of these currencies are valuable because we recognize that energy was expended in order to produce the value assigned to this money. You you produce stuff, it it it, uh, it creates money. The problem with fiat currency is that it's continuously producing more of it because it assumes that people are going to continue to be productive. So it's keep it keeps taking loans out on itself, uh, generation after generation. And I, for one, say, go nuts. Uh, run up the deficit who cares we're like hundred we're like what tens of trillions in why not quadrillions why not quintillions just keep just keep going with it we'll hit quantum technology and then we won't need to worry about currency anymore or we'll still need some form of trade so cryptocurrency is the same thing right it's energy expenditures that are recognized um with do you you generate uh, you generate bitcoin I'm kind of doing like the the Cliffsnotes version of it, which isn't doing it justice. But like I said, there's there's plenty more that you can sink your teeth into. Now, here's what I think is going to happen with Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin and cryptocurrency in general is the kind of currency that will be ready for me when I die, and then I wake up 
hundreds of millions of years later and this crystallized data is still there with me so then i wake up, oh yeah your your btc uh is still with you and uh well you can get yourself uh you can get yourself a house get yourself some food get yourself started like i think cryptocurrency has a bright future but i am talking about like a way down the line future like past what we can fathom right now as uh, as human beings yeah i mean my my feelings on uh, crypto is it's a great like honestly everything about crypto is great i have a lot of stuff in cryptocurrencies and stuff like that because you know I, I was a smart 18 year old um and so i have money in places they're all over the place and it, it's great it's gonna be somewhere there's a lot of and jo joseph probably knows that there's a lot <laughs> of these uh different apps you can download that gets you a part of the crypto thing where you can help farm and things like that and you do get a like a two percent of whatever that is and you don't realize how big two percent is when you're dealing with a penny when you're dealing with a penny two percent of a penny it, uh, it's not much it's not much but it has potential to be big uh crypto is still gonna be around it's it's kind of like gold right now it's still gonna be around the prices are gonna go up and down we just have to kind of ride the wave and see where it goes okay so with like the you know the quote-unquote second fall of cryptocurrency and second fall of bitcoin mm -hmm. i am 22 years old i have seen four separate economic crashes in the united states of america we are still here i have seen four major that is not including the countless miniature ones that is not including the 2020 pandemic that's not including the uh what was it 2017 government shutdown I'm not including yeah, that. that. Was, I still see wasn't a military at that time. That sucked. I actually had friends and family. Four of my uh, best friends from high school were in the military during that time. That's part of the reason why got out. But, I mean, I, I've seen this happen. This, this, it happens all the time. I actually own five stocks that are worth about $800. Mm -hmm. I bought them at all about $5. They nice. go up and down very consistently yeah i would not be wait are you saying are you saying the stocks themselves were five dollars or you put five dollars into stock oh no the stocks themselves were five dollars okay like they've raised a lot since i bought them but i mean okay. they're brand name stuff now i don't like getting into it mm, but fair. it's here's like all this information all of these like numbers everybody's freaking out a 25 percent fall over what two weeks yeah Two weeks. One of mine fell 22% last night. Like, no, two days ago it fell 22%, 22.6, I want to say. And then today it raised by 47. That's like a good just, time to sell. It, it's just random stocks. It's it just, it, it happens on a daily basis. Every day it jumps up by this huge percentage or it falls by this huge percentage. But the amount <sighs> that I have in stocks is still about the same. So, and you've held on to these stocks for, for how long? on average years. years okay well i i respect that i respect that a lot um for i i know some friends who they they're they've, they've done day trading they've managed to buy low sell high and they walked away with some money anybody with that kind of ingenuity more power to them um but i don't like that about investing uh, to me i feel that's the same principle as people who will buy a playstation and then flip it on ebay it's the yeah. people who are it's not in the spirit of investing investing is about believing in something and willing to put some of your own capital into it to see it flourish and then 
get returns on it afterwards because uh, uh, we we, we got to look after ourselves either. I'm trying to figure out how to invest in Nintendo. I found what the stocks are, but in Canada, I can't do it because I'm not a U.S. resident. So I'm trying to figure out some way to, to buy in there. I don't care. Once I get those stocks, I'm not letting them go. I don't care how much money they're worth. That's not the point. I want to invest in Nintendo. That's because I am invested in them anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I'll i name three of mine. Two of mine, so I can't remember how to pronounce the third one. Bed Bath & Beyond. I bought it for $5. Like, All two right. years ago, I bought this for $5. It's worth, like, I've $40. Bucks. I have single-handedly made sure their price of stock went up. I go there all the time. Very nice. Oh, damn. But like during My hand sanitizer is Bath & Body Works. Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Bath & Body Works and Bed Bath & Beyond are through the same. Oh. I, I believe they're the same. Wow, way to diversify. <laughs> yeah, they, they might be the same. I don't know, dude. Yeah. But, um, like, I got this stock at the very beginning of the pandemic. Somehow, I don't know how, this stock's like 44 bucks. This is a $5 stock that I actually got for free signing up for an app. Like, I didn't put money into this one. Here's 44 bucks. But I like Bed Bath & Beyond. My family uses it. It's nice. Another one that I have is like the Zanga. The guys who make like Zanga poker, things like that. I bought that for like two bucks. Nice. I think it's up to 30 something right now. Bought it for two dollars. I bought it because I was like, "Hey, I played this game. I play Zanga Poker. I think it's a lot of fun. Why not? I like. Why don't I? I'm supporting them. I don't want to spend money on them because that's like taxed and whatnot. But I'll support them. I'll own a stock. I don't care. I'll own. Mm -hmm. I'll own a few shares. So yeah, I see where you're coming from. I don't like to. If I if I put money into something, I trust it. Mm -hmm. I have I have high hopes for it. Zanga's been around since I was younger, and I they were playing. For a while yeah they were the original like facebook and myspace game and stuff like that like they did yeah. they did a bunch of stuff speaking of which uh they did they created farmville yeah. and facebook just recently cut off the farmville servers not too long ago so i heard about that well they made two three farmvilles they made the first one that was where they really blew up where it was a big open area you know it was really fun especially especially as a child and then that the servers got shut down. Then they made the Farmville that everyone else knows, and then they made Farmville Two, and that's what they were trying to get on other platforms. It didn't work. That was their biggest fail. But yeah, they made three Farmville games. Huh. I don't so, know about the third one. Yeah. I don't know about the second one. <laughs> I don't know about the third one. I don't know about the second one. I didn't know about them at all. I I knew about the first one. I. I know that because all the old ladies in my family kept sending me like, "I need corn for my farm," and then you're just I, like, "I'm gonna give you a strawberry cow if you give me a chocolate cow." Yeah, uh, I yeah. I feel like if it was like if it was a grandmother playing, she'd be like, "Oh, how do I make sure I have thirteen kids work in the farm? <laughs> how many are ever gonna die of malaria?" <laughs> Back in my day, we had at least 20 because we was just hedging our bets. <laughs> family gatherings. It wasn't to get closer as a family. It was to get acquainted. I I love the fact that he's making the old lady voice, but you know who he sounds like, Anthony? Tell me who he sounds like right now. You know it. Do it. Do it. Do it again. Do it. Okay. 
A uh, little bit more because it kind of hurts. The last family gathering, I found out I had somebody named Cassidy. Why would I name somebody Cassidy? Oh, God. I'm... No disrespect to anybody named Cassidy. We have to understand the context. <laughs> I love like, context. I like how it just went. Um, now, uh, guys, I, I'm being serious. Uh, no one, uh, no one with that name, you know. <laughs> Don't take offense. Anyway. Okay, who does he sound like? He, he almost sounds like my old man voice, but he, he sounds like Fluger's old lady voice. No, he sounds like Family Guy's Herbert the Perfect. Oh. <laughs> That's oh, what no. he sounds like. Oh, my oh, God. Herbert. Herbert. Oh, oh, my God. I've worked at the farm for too long. <laughs> it was oh, just... God. Popsicles in the cellar. See, everyone can sound like him. <laughs> Never gonna catch me. I used to be a lawyer. <laughs> okay. Um, Speaking of never getting caught, that leads us perfectly into our next story. Really? It so, does? Yes. Never getting caught leads us perfectly into our last story of the day. We had like seven transitions. We had like rises and falls. There was a transition there. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful transition. Thank you. Thank you. You know what's not beautiful? Getting your cock stuck in a trap. So, what had happened was, yesterday, apparently, there's these devices that work as electronic chastity belts. And us gamers should know, because women are just all over us gamers. We are very fertile individuals. So, sometimes we need to lock that away. We need to keep that for ourselves. That gamer yep. juice stays within us. Mm-hmm. So... I'm gonna leave. Some might wear. <laughs> what? I don't feel like you should be part of that conversation. I, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> I might be killed at. So in, in, what in podcasting, happened this was this is how you you leave using sound effects. You go like this. <laughs> here, here, I'll, here. I, I can one up that. <laughs> he just threw his phone. <laughs> for those, for those in audio land. Anthony just threw his phone. Here, and that's what he's streaming on. I'll, I'll make it better. Oh, there we go. I'm I, sure you all heard that one. That one, that was kind of far away. Hello. Hi. <laughs> there, there he is. Okay, so right. penis traps. I threw that across the room. <laughs> he's throwing his phone across the room, guys. This is what the all podcast right. well, does. You know who, it breaks your you know technology. Throw, you know who else is throwing their phones across the room? Who? People who use electronic chastity belts <laughs> and can only unlock them through their phone. <laughs> <laughs> you and your transition you're just like and you know who hates this <laughs> they're great i am i am literally the master transitioner so these guys can only unlock their chastity belts through their phone through an app that was developed by the people who made the chastity belts which you know cool we're in the new age of technology whatever right there's apps for everything well um very I want to say inspired individual decided to hack this app and take control of all the chastity belts that are currently in use and so what happened was this app also has like a messaging system and so he had sent his bitcoin wallet to all these individuals that were trapped trying to get out of their electronic chastity belts and his exact words I hope go down in history. Oh, we have Hacker Man joining us now. 
Hi, Hackerman here. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just giving a good demonstration on how oh I have goodness. locked the chastity belt. <laughs> and I'm going to get the phone again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, he basically, so this quote that the Hackerman, Mr. Hackerman said to all these people who were literally had by the balls. He had these people by their balls and said, your cocks are mine. And then sent his Bitcoin wallet and requested $750 so that he could unlock the belt. This went on, I think it said, for 15 hours. This does not reflect well in cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> I think James purposely did this. I think the architect this, messed this, up. This, is this, I wanted you to look for the correlation. Is this the reason why cryptocurrency had a massive crash? Because it was all, uh, all of a sudden people's uh, cocks were held hostage. And then all of a sudden. All I'm saying is my name's the architect and I laid the foundation for a perfect storyline. That's all I'm saying. That would actually make a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, continue. Sorry, we uh, interrupted. Well, that, that's about it. Just these dudes were trapped for 15 hours with their, with their wieners stuck in a little device and couldn't move. Um, there has been stories. One person did come out and say they peed on themselves. I would expect that number to be higher. <laughs> yeah. a bit, bit, bit of a tee up there. I'd be like, uh, wait, what were we talking about? The hacking. Well, hacking. well here's, here, here's the thing. I, if I'm going to be honest, I didn't Good expect one. more than one person to be in an electronic chastity belt. Maybe that's where I'm wrong. But the number of victims aren't identified, but apparently it was plenty enough for it to get national news so national. uh wow yeah national. so national. gentlemen i want to hear i want to hear your thoughts on this story okay i want to go first because this has to do with the podcast i wish we would have talked about this sooner so i can title the podcast is your dick stuck <laughs> make people want to listen like what's going on um We're we would get we would get a bunch of clicks and simultaneously zero views. So that is true. That is true. Um, but I got I got nothing. I don't need a chastity cock belt thing. Uh, I don't I don't need it. I, I really don't. It's it's an urge. You could just not do it, you know. But I don't know what Anthony. You have a kid. You messed up. How, how do you feel? Oh God. Oh. <laughs> Oh. All right. So oh, Jordan, you were supposed to say that. Like my personal relationship life, real quick. So I, I mean, like it's on the podcast, so you can do what you want. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, people know. So I'm in a poly. I'm I'm in a uh, poly fidelity relationship. Okay. I have two girlfriends. Jordan already knows this. Mm -hmm. We are all together, and just us. So fuck the rest of y'all. Okay. But we're not gonna be fucking the rest of y'all. Y'all y'all can do yourselves. Well, we not anymore. Just the syntax on that. Just. <laughs> Make sure that it's what? Like, I do myself every day. Yeah, fuck the so, rest of y'all, no and I'm like, well, hold on a second, because I'm people. not sure about the rules. So yeah, I would just like, <laughs> yeah, no. So so the, the rules are basically it's just us. So there you go. Now you know. I don't care who fucking knows. If you don't like it, that well, it's not your life. So okay. My son is well taken care of for, and that's all that matters to me. But that is all that matters. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So first comment. Um, so when uh james when you were sarcastically saying that we're all just like you know so so fertile i immediately wanted to say well, hold on a second all of us are you know in relationships and i assume at least like one of us is happy um but not only are we all in relationships but we actually have like a higher average uh yeah now, there's like, more like, girls like, guy ratio yeah. this is perfect yeah yeah 
So we're Anthony single-handedly bringing the gamers up. Or should I say double-handedly? Anyway, any, I got any you. other thanks. No, no, so the comment about I actually have a little story about this. I said it before the podcast. I'll say it for the podcast as well. There, I, I've, I've I've seen this a few times in the last couple of years. I saw this like when it was just concept art, just a concept that people were doing. Okay. I also saw this when this first came out. I think this came out last year. It was 2019 or 2020 when this came out. Eris, Renee, and I all like to make like really weird jokes. I don't know if you guys know what a vibrating catheter is. That was supposed to be a gag gift for my 22nd birthday. Don't look it up. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Yo, don't you dare look it up. It's I never heard of it before, but I... It will scar you. Visualize it's terrifying. It. It's terrifying, dude. Yeah. Whoever wants it, go ahead. Have fun. Don't, don't, no, no. I don't want anything near my pee-pee. Um, but we saw this thing. We were going to get it as a gag gift. They were going to get it for me as a gag gift. They showed it to me. I was like, no, because somebody's going to hack it. I'm going to get my dick stuck. This is when this thing first came out, dude. A year later, this happened. Wow. I, I think it's... I'm content with my decision not to buy this thing. You can you know see how, the future. Uh, I assume you'd have to go into the app and make your own password. I was kind of hoping someone, like, why you did that, and someone said the password for you, they just went... And then that was it. Like, no, no look, just slap password complete. So we've done something like that before. They would have done that to me. They, they they would have done that to me, dude. Let's let's not even no. I'm good. I'll pass. I gotta plug my phone in though. Have have yeah, anyone have, done like that to me. have anyone ever done the password challenge? So I you, always put passwords on all my accounts, so yes. Okay, so this is the challenge is you give your phone to someone else. They know the password. You're out of the house. They put a new password on your phone. But the password is written somewhere in the house, or you can guess it. So you have all day. Written to... somewhere in the house? Yeah, so they can, like, write it on, like, a sheet of paper and hide it somewhere in the house. Or you can sit there and get the passcode. But if you don't get it within a time limit, you lose. And then usually, like, it's whoever does the dishes or whoever has to make dinner for the family when they come over and stuff like that. That's usually how it goes. Um, you can't get no hints or nothing. Have you guys ever done that with your, like, significant other? No, but I just found no. the perfect place for it. <laughs> I, I, I would I would highly recommend doing it. I think the perfect It, it sounds place. fun, but I would imagine so, that I would want to, like, write down my guesses and, and show them to my significant other. Because yeah. I'm, like, trying to enter them into the phone, and I run afoul of the security codes that's just going to be bad news bears. So I, that's mm -hmm. like the one thing I would yeah. make sure I get right before I start playing. Yeah, yeah like, if you have iPhones, then it gets disabled, and then that's not going to be good for anyone. Yeah, so like for me, I can keep trying and trying and trying. As long as I get on my computer, my phone's never going to truly lock. Um, but my girlfriend's phone, eh, it kicks her out even when she doesn't do anything wrong. So yeah, obviously, once again, she will know it, and you can sit there, and if you're like, well, it's going to be zero, zero, zero. If that is seriously what it is, they have to say yes. And then you can get your phone and unlock it. But it, it is, it's fun to do, especially like uh, just little things to do, you know, just when it's just you guys. I'm going to do it to my sister when she comes up because she broke. My sister broke the phone I gave her two years ago. It's, it's unusable. I'm going to grab her new phone, change the password on it, and do that. 
somewhere around the house. And remind you, she's pregnant. I'm just a piece of crap. So I'm <laughs> going to sit there, hide it somewhere. She's going to have to find like, it. Under something? Yeah. Yeah, not, nothing heavy, heavy. I'm going to make sure she can do it. Or maybe her husband, when he gets back and can fix. I'm terrified of heights. I have nine-foot-tall ceilings. And uh, the light went out in my hallway. And I can't, I don't. I can't get on my ladder and change it, so <laughs> I need him to, you know, do it. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It really is for me being 6'3", afraid of heights. Like, if I stand up on, like, that desk over there, I would my feet will just be shaking the whole time. I'm definitely terif- terrified of heights. I can't go over b- bridges. I can't go on higher places higher than four feet tall. I just can't do it. It's it's a real issue. Um, I think okay, so we've all referred to our significant others as girlfriends or in my case wife. So I'm assuming we're all in relationships with women. So I think the perfect mm-hmm. hiding spot for the phone number would be written on a piece of paper and taped under the seat part of the toilet. <laughs> yep, that's a that's a good place. I see I would sh- do that. <laughs> Anthony's shaking his head. No, I want. I'm curious. They lift the toilet seat for me. I put it down. They lift it up. Oh. Okay. Here. Okay. Yeah, See, right. So listen. Uh, funny story. So okay. I'm usually really good about leaving the toilet seat down because I right now I live in a house full of women. So I'm usually really good about that. Um, but there was one time I forgot to put it down and lifted it up. And guess who used the bathroom next? Your wife. Me. No, oh. me. And I had to go number two. <laughs> and I fell right into the toilet. Because oh, no. for some reason, I don't look when I sit. <laughs> and I just, I screamed. I was like, what the heck? And then I oh. look around. I, obviously, I figured out what had happened. And I'm like, oh, oops, my bad. That's never happened. I, I thought no, when you fell, you were, you were like, it was like a Napoleon Dynamite voice. Like, oh, what the heck, guys? Oh, why am I in the toilet? <laughs> oh, what the heck? It's not cool, I'm, I'm just in the toilet. <laughs> oh, oh God. What? All right. I'm so glad it wasn't. Do we have. As a rule, I would say comments? that <laughs> the toilet seat should always be down. Yes. Uh, regardless. Because in an emergency, every second counts. Yep. As a man with IBS, lactose intolerance, and a love for yogurt, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. Um, but okay, you grab your yogurt, um, and then while you're grabbing your yogurt, we actually, it's uh, James, it's that time. It's gonna be a little different, but it's that time. It's that time. It's that time. Oh yes, yep. I forgot. We when we didn't guest. talk about it. We got a new guest. It is time for. I don't. I'm gonna leave. No, no. Nope. It's no, the. No, you're the star now. Actually, actually, you know what, James? You know what, James? Let's give. If Joseph remember what we did to him when he first came on, let's let him announce it. Joseph, what are we doing? I, I mean, I do my best to block these things out. Kidding. So, <laughs> you are going to be put into the electric chair. The electric chair. Electric chair. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so what is this? Alright, so so the rules are simple. I'm going to ask you a series, I think I have 10, 12 questions, something like that. They're all either yes or no, this or that. 
like or first thing to come to your mind question. So it's going to be really rapid fire. You have one minute to answer these questions. And they're the same questions that we've given all our new guests that have come on. So we're going to see how you fare. Jordan, let me know when you have one minute on the clock. I was going to start the time after I read the first question. Yes, and then uh, it's going to be a little different. We usually don't have another guest here uh, listening to them, so we might do the elect- uh, the bar stools a little differently. But I got one minute on the clock. Uh, it's a little right. smudgy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you ready? Begin. Anthony, what is your favorite food? Storganoff. Favorite movie? Oh. Pins Labyrinth. Alright, favorite game. Favorite day? Game. Game, Kingdom Hearts. Alright, all good choices. Boxers or briefs? Boxers. Pineapple on pizza? I do not like pineapple. Alright, controller or mouse and keyboard? Uh, controller. I have bigger hands. Chicken or steak? Steak. Medium rare, please. No. Whoa, nice choice. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Twitch or YouTube? Uh, Twitch. Instagram or Twitter? Neither. Fair. All right. That was Best the electric chair. And you had eight yeah, seconds have... uh, left to that, but we really need to change up the questions a little bit. Well, now that we've gotten almost everybody in our little community on, I think I'm going to re redo some of those questions or add something or I don't know. Wait, I can get you on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I just, I just like how we're all just like, hmm, don't know how to feel like this. I don't know if I should be flattered or not, but I am. You should be turned on. All right. (laughs) Very turned on. Speaking of (laughs) Speaking, speaking of things that are about to get turned off, so would you guys like to uh, pimp your social media before we head out? Go ahead, Anthony. Seven Souls at twitch.tv. Ooh, That's nice. not how I do that. I fucked up, but yeah. So I'm at I'm Seven Souls. I video. I, I do video game. Come, 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 game. <laughs> do you smell toast? <laughs> I do, but it's my neighbors burn toast pretty consistently. <laughs> Thought I actually had a stroke our first day here. Don't worry about it, man. You know what they say? Uh, you can't uh, walk and plug your socials at the same time. That yes, is. You can. I'm actually opening a box and plugging my social. I'm at twitch.tv forward slash seven souls. I do video game. Have fun. Okay. Right. Do you have any, uh, Twitter or anything? No, I, I don't use Twitter. Does the I Twitch is what you want to plug? All right. Yeah, I just do Twitch. Yeah. All right. Hey, you know what? Give give him a follow. We'll, uh, next time he's I'm gonna go follow him. Next time he's live, I'll go hop in the hop in the chat. I'll be live in like 40 minutes, dude. Okay. I'll be there. I'll, I'll watch some. I'll watch. I'll watch you play a game. All right, Joseph. Come watch me play a game. Watch well, Joseph. You're a professional at this by now. Uh, our our dedicated listeners, uh, I I was I could have taken incredulity by that, but I decided not to. Uh, our so dedicated listeners probably know what to expect from me, what I'm going to say. But if you are interested in learning about uh, e-commerce, uh, my podcast is called Onics and it is a fantastic program where we get to talk to people all throughout the e-commerce space. And um, if, if you want to learn how to like 
run your own store or do anything adjacent to e-commerce, it's the place. Um, and we have we have big ambitions for it. Um, my, my, my boss had said he wants to just keep taking this thing and uh, growing and expanding it. And so I'm really excited to see where it goes from here. Uh, beyond that, I also have my own uh, my own little nerd realm. Uh, you can see how infrequent I am with updates if you go to giantenemycompany.com. And it'll also take you to all the other little things that I get up to uh, here and there. Sporadic. And thanks, as always, for having me on the show, guys. It's, uh, it's a blast. You know, when I got into podcasting uh, 10 years ago, it was because of IGN GameScoop. And I, I was inspired by their show, and it was just a bunch of people play games and write about it. They were talking about the news, and they were shooting the breeze. And that that show is why I wanted to do podcasting. Uh, it t- took me 10 years, but I get to be in my game scoop now, and uh, and it uh, it means a lot. That that's really cool. Like that that's really cool. The fact that 10 yeah. years ago you heard podcasts are pretty similar to not even close, but kind of similar to this. And now you actually get to be on one of these podcasts and a guest. So you don't have to edit. You don't have to do any special work. You just turn on your cam and here you are. <laughs> so that, that's awesome. We love having you guys on. We appreciate it. Obviously, you know, what? Don't worry about me and Anthony having a thing. You, you sell us out. Okay. Sell, sell us All right. Out. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you to our guests, and thank you to our loyal uh, listeners. I want to thank our sponsor, Anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm. They are sponsoring the podcast. If you want to get into podcasting from your computer or phone, they have a wonderful app you can go download, or you can visit their website. You can start making money with very minimal listenership, and distribution is as easy as pie. I never understood that reference because pie is quite difficult to make sometimes, but, but it is easier than trying to bake a pie, whether you know to or not. So I would recommend if you want to get into podcasting, go to anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm. And I want to thank you all for listening. If you want to see the video feed of this, you're, we are on Facebook at Skull Hunter Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Skull Hunter Pod. You can find me on Twitter at Skull Hunter James. You can find him on Twitter at Skull Hunter Games. You can also find him on facebook and youtube by the same name and if you want to listen to us in the audio realm you can find us on itunes spotify or wherever you get your podcast from that's none of our business so as always thank you and bye-bye bye good night bye is your dick stuck in a lock (laughs) (laughs) that's staying in that is staying in oh my god (laughs)